And just like that, things are opening up once again. Monday, June 6th, 2022. I'm Steven Sersky. This here is my audio blog, Daily Audio Digest. Yik yak and about the things going on here in Beijing, China. It's where I live. And some of the other interests I've got going on. Notably, computer graphics and stuff like that. Uh, currently, I'm finishing up my latest little project to myself, month-long challenge called May You Make Your Movie. You can go over to my website, stevensterski.com. I host a lot of the archives for these things, uh, uh, not just the uh, May You Make Your Movie videos, but also the audio blogs of this. And I spent today actually updating my website. So uh, if you want to take a look at that, previous episodes are all available on my website, stevensterski.com, under the audio blog page. And yes, now summer is underway. It's hot, it's nice, it's good. Uh, and the air has been pretty good uh, as of late. It's been blue skies for the last couple of days at least. And uh, although I think we're getting thunderstorms later on, maybe it's going to be raining later on in the week, but let's concentrate on the blue skies today. It's been good. Um, and things are opening up again. Magic of magics. Look at that. It's uh, not only Shanghai's open last week, uh, Beijing today lifted its in-dining restrictions. So that means we can now go out to the clubs, to the pubs, to the restaurants, to the malls, and go inside. Not only that, the NAT test results only have to be done within the last 72 hours instead of the 48 that was before. Just amazing. I mean, just the numbers have dropped. I mean, congratulations to the people and to the authorities for enacting such measures that have really quickly solved this issue. Because, I don't know, another summer of lockdowns, it just would be very unpleasant. Especially, I mean, and this is something i got to think about as my contract is up for renewal. Last week I did say that my passport is in the city. Apparently it is, that's what the embassy said. And so tomorrow morning, I'm going to go pick it up. Barring any unforeseen circumstances, I hope there are none because I don't want to have any issues getting this thing. Um, but yeah, tomorrow I got to go pick up the passport, which means then I got to send a copy to work, which then would kick off the work permit, work visa, and contract renewal processes. And then I also have to go update my residency or whatever. You got to go to the police station. That's kind of a funny thing uh, because it's all done by paper. And the guy's the guy's very nice. The guy here, uh, the station that I have to go to, um, he speaks. I don't know if he's how much English he speaks, but he speaks enough, and he, I guess he deals with enough foreigners that he knows a decent amount to get by in a conversation or to ask how things are going and stuff like that. But uh, I mean, you're not having deep conversations with the guy anyway. Probably also because. Uh, He's got other things to get done anyway. Uh, but you, you give him the passport. He knows the, the the thing. It's his one job, basically, is to just take foreigner passports, update the uh, residence, whatever it is, and then give you this literally carbon copy piece of paper that you got to go take in. Then you obviously have to take a picture and send that to your company and on and on and on. Yeah, so for all the 5G networks and high-speed trains, you still got to go register at the local police station with a carbon copy printout. It, I mean, it makes me chuckle a little bit, to tell you the truth. Uh, but, yeah, so that's all going to get done tomorrow, uh, which is, um, you know, it, it takes one less thing 
off of my mind, which is kind of nice. And I realized actually this week, uh, I'm actually on annual vacation since my contract is being renewed. I get six days of vacation um, uh, per contract. And so I'm going to take three days, I think it's this week, and I have another three days I guess I can take in July or August. Not like I have anywhere to go. That's not a problem. I've got some things I want to sort of get in line. Um, notably, I, I mean, get done through this May You Make Your Movie video challenge. I've had some projects that were lingering, some of those that I had to, you know, uh, actually start. <laughs> uh, and I did actually get another couple of them started and another one finished or published. Uh, so that's uh, that's going to end this week. Uh, I know, a week late. I know, I know. But then the other thing with this uh, uh, passport renewal thing uh, that's going to be in the book soon, um, I have no more excuses but to sign up for the HSK-5 test in uh, in July. And so that means from now, like my summer vacation is basically going to be spent studying to get this test done this this summer. So July, I guess it'd be mid-July that I'll be sitting down to write the test. I've taken a little break from the studies. I'm glad because I did want to get these other projects done. Um, and now like there's a few other things like real world stuff I actually had to take care of. Uh, so I'm all that stuff is sort of out of the way now, especially with the conclusion of the uh, the passport once I get it and once uh, those things are in in uh, in the works. But with this, now I was thinking, actually, if I took that time during the day, uh, especially, you know, some of these days off that I have, uh, and uh, if work isn't too busy, then I'll be able to spend, you know, all day, basically. There's, there's no other, there's nothing else I have to do. I'm not traveling anywhere. Uh, the only other thing I'd do is I'd work out twice a day. So I've been thinking about this going, yeah, two workouts, morning workout, afternoon workout, in between, it's just Chinese, like study the Chinese language. And uh, so this is going to be my challenge for the next six weeks, I guess, is to just get it done. That's why, another reason I want to get this Maybe Make Your Movie video challenge done so I can then hit these books and get HSK5 done. I think that's a, a, a respectable summer achievement i guess you could say and then uh, at some point i might have to buy the hsk6 books but i'm not in a rush because honestly that's another whole mental block to come up uh come uh, to get over today june 6th actually marks a uh special day for the britons and uh the commonwealth around the world happy happy jubilee to the queen of england 70 years on the throne. Can you imagine doing the same job for 70 years? Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, imagine if your responsibility was to be there uh, every day and you were doing that job for 70 years. Do you think you could do that? I mean, that's there's a, there's a lot to be said about that. I mean, it's a congrats and uh, amazing to, to, to see and to hear. So... Uh, and I know that she, her health actually hasn't been uh, very good as of late, but uh, hopefully uh, she takes a turn for the better and she's able to uh, enjoy the success that she's uh, uh, seen over the last, uh, well, her, her entire reign, right? So, yes, happy Jubilee. Uh, 70 years on the throne. Crazy. Cool. Uh, other than that, yeah, the... Uh, oh, <laughs> 
to switch gears from happiness to from jubilation to you're reading that i'm reading stephen king's the stand uh which also starts like the 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 date of the events in the book are around june it's june 13th it starts june 13th or something like that um and yeah so i started reading this i picked this book up from work a while ago and it's been sitting here as many of my books do uh for several months and since we started working from home i was kind of like all right well i i actually prefer i don't know about you guys if you if you work from home what would you rather look at in terms of your desk setup would you rather look at a bookcase maybe a maybe a bookcase of books that you have read or a bookcase of books that you haven't read or would you rather look at something like you know a blank wall or maybe even out the window like what what's your preferred sort of scenery in terms of uh when you're working from home maybe your home office but see my home office isn't really a home office because it's kind of like i live here Uh, i live in the same room that the quote unquote office is it's portable it's i've been given a laptop so it's like when it's not working it's looked into a box and put away out of sight out of mind basically so but when it is set up i have it facing this bookshelf that i have uh and you've no doubt seen this if you've uh seen the the images of my podcast uh title cards that is the, it's the same bookshelf there and you probably have noticed that the books haven't changed very much well now they have because the top on the top shelf i used to have uh this book the stand in there uh up there and now that's i've been reading that it's a huge book it's 1400 pages i'm not sure i really want to read it to tell you the truth but i got through the first 100 pages in the last three days and i figure although this is a terrible way to approach reading if i read 100 pages a week uh then you know or every three days then i'll be able to be done in that many days of 1400 divided by 100 pages every three days right 1300 pages divided by 30 that's how many days it'll take i don't know i'm i'm I have found that whenever I start doing math like that, uh, I usually run into a roadblock of some sort. Like uh, either like I I've, I find I don't have any more time to read, or I get bored of the book. And this is the uncut. What is this? This is the complete and uncut edition. Uh, I'm not sure if I like that idea. I just wanted to read the the book, but apparently it's a popular book. People uh, talk about it, so I'm going to read it. It's been okay, been all right so far. I like his writing style. I think I've said this before. Uh, I liked his short stories as well. Uh, so this would actually be, yeah, I think this is the first book of his, the first novel that I've read of his. I've never actually read a complete novel by Stephen King. I've read the short stories. Um, but even still, I think his short stories, I got tired of his writing halfway through, which one is that with the monkey on the front? Uh, has the toy monkey? Um, I have I have Night Shift, which is his first collection of short stories, and then the other one that contains The Mist. And The Mist was a good read. I haven't seen the show, and I don't really care to. Uh, but it has, a, anyway, the edition that I have is a, has a toy monkey on the front um, that gets dropped into a lake. Uh, but I like his writing. It's very conversational. It's like meeting a doctor or a guy at the pub, and you're like, you strike up a conversation with him, not that he's really wanting to talk, and... You're like, hey, buddy, you look kind of like, like you had a day. What's up? And he's like, well, let me tell you. Well, what was up? Well, um, uh, just kind of survived um, a virus 
uh, lockdown that uh, kind of wiped out most of humanity. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> what are you drinking? <laughs> you know, sort of thing. Uh, so that's sort of, that's the style of writing. Very, very conversational, very colloquial. I was kind of, you know, he, he's not afraid to use the swear words in some salty language. I am surprised that he didn't receive a little bit more um, pushback a couple of years ago when words and allegiances were being questioned uh, and assaulted. Uh, but uh, he did hate on Trump quite a bit on Twitter, so maybe that saved him from um, any more sort of scrutiny, or um, maybe he did, and I just didn't see it. Uh, but yeah, he he did. He uses some very colorful language that uh, is, you know, you, you, I don't know if many people could write like that, if anybody could write like that anymore. So this is very much a uh, a book of its times. I guess this was published 1989, 1990. Let me just check here. Uh, copyright 1978, 1990. Oh, when was it first published? I don't know. Well. I'll leave it, uh, 1978. Oh, Complete and Uncut Edition was originally published in Hong Kong, United States, in 1990. Uh, okay, so the f originally published hardcover form, um, in 1978. Holy and this book is almost 50 years old? 40, it's like 44 years, wow. Good on you, sir. He's still active. Wow. I did not know that. Okay. Um, interesting. <laughs> then that also makes sense about the words as well. Uh, okay. Anyway, so good. Well, that's my summertime reading in English alongside my uh, Bill Bryson, The Body Book, which I still haven't finished. And I actually, uh, I will confess, I did buy some more books. Uh, they were cheap. They were like 25 quiet pieces. I was like, okay, I'll get them. So I bought uh, Walden by Hemingway. Uh, and then I also bought Mark Twain's short stories. I like Mark Twain's writing as well. Um, I think <laughs> he's kind of funny. Uh, but I didn't realize the book was that big. And I didn't really want that big of a book. And I also bought Trump and the Art of the Deal. <laughs> it was like 20 quire, 30 quire. I'm like, you know what? Uh, why not? I wouldn't. Let's see what this guy has to say. I mean, he did become president of the United States. So you got to give him some credit, right? <laughs> there you go. I'm reading Stephen King, who shit all over Trump, and I'm reading Trump, who, uh, well, got banned by by Twitter. <sighs> yes. Anyway, so those are some of the books that I'm looking at. Uh, although maybe the, one of the issues with having books and buying books is that you're you're like food. Your eyes are bigger than your ability to read. Bigger than your stomach, right? I mean, oh yeah, I can read that. It's 1,400 pages. You've never read a 1,400-page book there, sir. Never. This would be the first. So we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. And all these all these books, I mean, every page that I read there, not, I'm not going to lie, is one less page of Chinese that you're reading. Keep that in mind. Every minute you spend reading an English book is one less minute you spent reading a Chinese book. And let me tell you, if you have a test in, uh, in July, you better spend as much time as you can I'm uh, working on your uh, Chinese language skills. Now, to be fair, all that being said, um, I, I'm i glad I took a break from my Chinese studies. And this past weekend, you know how I was uh, harping on myself last week about not uh, getting the language blog done? Well, <clears throat> or language vlog, I finally did. And on Saturday, I published a five-minute spiel 
me speaking Chinese, all Chinese, in which I actually talk about Stephen King's book, uh, but uh, it's full, of, chock full of errors. If you want to have a good laugh, and uh, or if you want to hear what the current state of my language is in Chinese, in Mandarin Chinese, uh, that I do have a separate channel for those videos. It's under the Language Vlog channel um, on YouTube. And I'm thinking, actually, I don't have a link to it on my website just yet, but I will fix that. I will get that up and going, uh, and uh, it'll be something that you can uh, access through my website as well very shortly. So, yeah, it was, it was meant to be, I guess what I wanted to find out, I've, I've been entertaining the idea of starting a Chinese podcast, like a podcast in Chinese, but it's been actually very difficult to convince any actual Chinese speakers to take me up seriously on this offer. <laughs> There's one other guy I know who, who who would be on board for it, but I mean, he's his Chinese is actually very good, so I wouldn't want to like drag him down to my level, uh, you know, for the sake of entertainment or whatever it would be about. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, the there just hasn't been the same warmth or acceptance to the idea of me doing a Chinese podcast. And I'm guessing maybe that sort of is an indication of my uh, language ability. So this language vlog is sort of one of my first attempts at doing a uh, what would you call it? like a, of, of doing like a bit of a podcast in the in another language, not in in English. After this, uh, I wouldn't mind trying, of course, Russian, Ukrainian. I was all. I also have this really crazy idea of tackling another language I've never done before, for example, Spanish, and seeing how far I can get within three months. I, I don't know. I pick three months, ninety days, and you know that that number's been made uh, famous by the fluent three months guy, uh, but you know Benny Lewis is his name. Uh, but, uh, you know, just how far can you get in uh, three months, in a semester, a semester's worth of uh, language study? I don't know. It's an idea. We'll see. I'm not willing to take on too many uh, more projects at the moment. I have enough going on. Although, you know, it's, it's, nice, it's fun to think, you know, to push yourself even more and more and more and more, but there comes a certain point where I'm like, even that's too much. I got to get a few more of these things sort of solidified. As it is, I haven't recorded a podcast on my big cast for a while, so I want to get that. Uh, I want to get that done. I have a few interests. I, I I just haven't gotten back to them uh, because I've been so swamped with this. Maybe make your movie and um, you know the uh, all the other things I do to keep myself busy throughout the day. But once maybe make your movie's over, Chinese. Oh goodness, yeah. No, the projects just keep on stacking up, don't they? Anyway. On the other upshot, good thing uh, the, uh, the the Chinese government has um, begun to relieve, relieve some of the pressure they were putting on, some of the scrutiny they were putting on the tech companies here. I'm not sure if you saw uh, markets have rallied, or they did rally today. A notable name, uh, China Software, Zhongguo uh, Renjian, uh, rallied quite a bit today which i mean that thing has been downward spiral since last year uh but a lot of them have now uh ticked up um and this is you know is it coincidence with you know the beijing shanghai lockdowns or whatever i don't know but uh these two things that are, that are sort of changing shape now I am sort of reminded that Goldman Sachs, one of the, the United States bank, one of the banks in the United States, did say, oh, yeah, we could see a turnaround in the Chinese markets in June. And magic of magics, 
there is. And that's because the, the lockdowns are being uh, lifted and this um, scrutiny on technology companies. I guess what one of the big issues, I mean, uh, you, it's very easy to point fingers at the, the Chinese government, but the United States government was doing this too, where they were um, you know, very concerned about the companies who are listing on uh, in the United States. And I, I mean, there's probably more to it than we'll ever know. I don't know all the details. All I know is I look at the stock charts and go, okay, they've gone up now. I mentioned a couple weeks ago about the three peaks in a domed house, and maybe that had been resolving itself now. We might see the end of that sort of fall, and we might see some sort of summer rally uh, in the broader markets. And you see that, especially when China, the Chinese markets start rising, that tends to lift other markets. At least it has for the last decade or so. Uh, 10 to 15 years because China has been the manufacturer of uh, a large portion of the world's products. Now, will that change going forward? Very good question. Very good question. All right, I'm going to leave it there, folks. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Show notes, tracks, and vids up on my website, stephensersky.com. Hope you guys had a great long weekend here in China. Dragon Boat is over. And uh, you enjoy your day off at the Jubilee celebrations. And if you have a summer vacation as well, let me know what you're doing. What are you keeping busy with? What are you, uh, what are you reading this summer? Let me know. Thanks again. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.